podcast land and welcome to another episode of Jesus and Coffee. Amen. This is a daily devotional Bible study where I dig into the scriptures, enjoy some good coffee and get my day started right. I am a Christian, a husband, a father, and a grandfather, among other things. This is simply my morning devotion recorded so that maybe something that I notice or say will be used by God to touch you and give you fuel for your busy, busy day. So if you love Jesus and you love coffee, this is the place for you. Come on in, grab your Bible and your coffee and join me. If you don't love Jesus and or coffee, come in anyway. You just might hear something that will make your day better than it might have been. That's John Waller in the background there. He's a good Christian brother. You gotta love John Waller. My wife and I met him a couple of years ago at a free concert he gave just for a free will offering. Now that's a humble guy. He's talented, he loves Jesus, and he loves coffee. So that makes him my kind of guy. So let's get things started here, folks. I'm going to read once again from the ESV, English Standard Version. I'm going to read John chapter 6, verses 41 through 51. So let's pray and get into the word. Almighty God, we come to you in the name of Jesus. And we ask you to open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things from your holy word. Change us with your word because we desperately need to be changed. Speak to us through your word because we desperately need to hear your voice and reveal yourself to us from your word because we desperately need to know you. Amen. So the Jews grumbled about him. Because he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. They said, Is not this Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How does he now say, I have come down from heaven? Jesus answered them, Do not grumble among yourselves. No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him, and I will raise him up on the last day. It is written in the prophets, and they will all be taught by God. Everyone who has heard and learned from the Father comes to me. Not that anyone has seen the Father, except he who was from God. He has seen the Father. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your fathers ate the manna in the wilderness, and they died. This is the bread that comes down from heaven, so that one may eat of it and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. And the bread that I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. The word of the Lord. Amen. So the Jews grumbled about him. These are the same people that he fed the night before on the other side of the lake. And they've come across and they've found him. And they want more food. 
So they're going back and forth with him. And he says, I'm the bread that came down from heaven. This claim to be the bread that came down from heaven puzzled them. Because they still wanted their bellies full. It still puzzles skeptics today. For them even more so, because as it says here, he was from this area and they knew who he was. Is this not Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How does he say, I have come down from heaven? This puzzled them, but again, it puzzles skeptics today as well. Jesus is saying incredible things here. You have to pay attention to what's going on here, because here's this man, he made all this bread out of just a couple of loaves, and he fed all these people, and then he went to the other side of the lake and they followed him. He's saying these incredible things about being the bread, the living bread, being, uh, it's, he's, he's blowing their minds. And if you were there, you would say, oh, what is this? I am the bread of life, he said. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger and whoever lives in, believes in me shall never thirst. All these things, are, they, they just can't handle it. And you have to see this as what an incredible happening and dialogue going on. Because it's not just ho-hum. This is amazing stuff here. So Jesus goes on to say that God draws you in. Then you respond to Christ. These people refuse to respond to Jesus. They don't know God. Most of the Jews of that day knew the scriptures, but didn't know God. So they have never heard his voice. Jesus is from God. He has seen the Father. Only Jesus has seen the Father. Later, in John chapter 14, verse 9, he will say, If you see me, you see the Father. To see the Father, you must see the Son. Now, I have two boys. They're grown men now. When they were little, just like Jesus said earlier, I do what the Father does. I see the Father. I follow the Father. My boys followed me. They looked at me, and they watched me, and they mimicked me, and they copied me. For good or for bad, they learned from me. And for good or for bad, I learned from my father. My father was at Normandy. He got wounded on D-Day. They patched him up. They sent him back out to fight till the war ended. He came home with PTSD, which they didn't understand then. And he ended up drinking himself to death. He died at 47. I was following my father. I was on that same road until I met Jesus. Then things changed for me. But I didn't meet Jesus till I was 40 years old. Now, you don't see much of my father in me. If you look close, you'll see some things of my father in me. But most of... What I learned from my father is gone because now I learned from my heavenly father. I learned from my Lord and Savior. But when my sons, you look at my sons, you will see things of me. You will see mannerisms. You will see lifestyle. I led worship for many years. My older son leads worship in the church now. I preached for many years. My younger son went to school to study the Bible. They learned from me. Just like I'm not exactly like my father, I hope they're not exactly like me. They will be better men. But the point is, when you see the Son, you will see the Father. Look at Jesus. 
see the Father, believe in Jesus, have eternal life. In verse 41, Jesus says, I am the bread that came down from heaven. Then he progresses in 48, I am the bread of life. Then he goes on in 51 to say, I am the living bread. The manna in the wilderness, which you say you want me to give you, that which your fathers ate and then later complained about. They called it miserable food. It did not give them life. They all died. I give life. From the moment these people found him, after they crossed over to the other side of the lake, Jesus has been, you might say, upping the ante. He's saying more and more incredible things, more outlandish, more shocking to them. They, they, he's blowing their minds, as I said before. The food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give to you, for on him the God the Father has set his seal. Truly, truly, I said to you, it was not Moses who gave you the bread, but my Father gives you the bread. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven. That's him. Sir, give us this bread. I am the bread of life. I am that bread. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever lives in me shall never thirst. I have come down from heaven, not to do my own will, but do that of the Father. I am the bread that came down from heaven. I am the bread of life. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. And the bread that I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. My flesh. This is so outlandish. This is so outrageous to them. He's purposely telling them things that will blow their mind because he wants them to take their eyes off the belly full of food they got and see who is standing before them, see what they can have if they will just open their eyes and see. Oh, listeners, Christian or non-Christian, open your eyes and see who Jesus is. Be amazed by what you read in the scriptures. See how he blew people's minds. Let him blow yours. Be changed by him. Come to him. Believe and have eternal life. Thank you for listening. Once again, to Jesus and Coffee, amen. And God bless you.